this morning I have a very short message in regards to the Pentecost and uh, one of the hottest topic that revolves during this Pentecost time. We will we will talk about it. We will see what the Lord has for us this morning. But before that, I have two brand new jokes. Okay, so what do we learn from the life of hippos, rhinos, and elephants? Eating just grass and salad doesn't help you to lose weight. Okay, wonderful. And this is an old couple, the elderly couple. They are having a glass of wine together. And obviously they're not Indian couple, I guess. But the wife said, I love you. The husband's asked, is this you talking or the wine talking? The wife said, I'm talking to the wine. Okay, lift up your Bible and you say this after me. Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will give me wisdom, Lord, how to bring this message. And I pray that you will also give a good soil for the years. I pray it will bear fruit and it will bring glory to your name. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. This morning I want to talk about tongues. Because in the Pentecostal time, the Holy Spirit came and came on a form of a fire and it rested on people and people started speaking in tongues. And this subject, tongues, is one of the most debated and argued and also the most controversial subject in the body of Christ. Churches have split based on this single doctrine. And I remember growing up, uh, this is used to be the way of the conversation. Are you saved? Yes. Baptized? Yes. The next question is, do you speak in tongues? And it's almost uh, the weight comes on you if you say no. And that's a condemnation comes on you if you just say no. And there is, a, there is almost like a medal you get if you become a tongue talker. And, uh, and people say, I remember one pastor said, Brother, I have four levels of tongues. And uh, it depends upon my spiritual modulation. <laughs> but then, you know. So I was thinking we can talk about uh, tongues a little bit and talk about what Bible talks about it and what are the different kinds of manifestation of tongues and, and then we will highlight a few things and learn some principles out of that. And above all, I want to see if we can pray for the fresh outpouring of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I want to read a couple of scripture, but just before that, I just read an article on Holy Spirit by A.W. Tozer. Anybody know A.W. Tozer? And he said something beautiful. Jesus has left the same power which he possessed. He has been equipped to the church the very Holy Spirit that lived and worked in him. Let us accept this mighty gift. Let us believe in him and in all his sufficiency let us receive him and give him the room to fulfill his purpose. And I believe it is very true because sometimes when we talk about Holy Spirit, we think just about external manifestations or just like I'm talking tongues, now I'm going to show off to people. And I like what Reynard Bonke said, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not medals of honor, but tools for the job. Amen. Amen. So it's not just to prove that you are a tongue talker. It's not just to share the world that you are some kind of hyper-spiritual person. It's a reality that actually a tool that God has given to the body of Christ to reflect Jesus to the world out there. 
Amen. So I'm going to spend a big chunk of time reading from Acts 2. We started reading Acts 2 in the beginning of the service. So Acts 2, this is from the Amplified Version. So it's a little bit detailed. So we're going to spend a big chunk of time reading a few verses. At the day of Pentecost, at fully come, they were all assembled together in one place when suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing of a violent tempest blast and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire which were separated and distributed and which settled on each one of them and they were filled diffused throughout their souls and the holy spirit began to speak in other different foreign languages tongues as the spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue and appropriate words now they were residing in Jerusalem, devout Jews, God-fearing men from every country under heaven. And when this sound was heard, the multitude came together and they were astonished, bewildered, because each one of them, the apostles, speaking in their own particular dialect. And when they were beside themselves with amazement, saying, Are not all these who are talking Galileans? And how is it that we here each of us in our own particular dialect to which we were born and then the list goes on from verse 9 all the way to 11 different lang- different countries and verse 12 it says and all were beside themselves with amazement were puzzled and bewildered saying one another what can this mean but others made a joke of it and derisively said they are simply drunk and full of sweet intoxicating wine but Peter standing with eleven raised his voice and addressed you Jews all you residents of Jerusalem let this be explained to you that you will know that understand listen closely to what I have to say these men are not drunk as you imagine it's only third hour about 9am of the day that means the tasmak in Tamil Nadu is not open okay if Peter was to address that in Tamil Nadu and when they heard this they were stung That's verse 37. We read this in the morning. To the heart and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, special messengers, brethren, what shall we do? And Peter answered them, repent, change your lives and views purpose to accept the will of God in your inner selves instead of rejecting it and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness and the release from your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This a very contradictory subject. There's a lot of churches even says there's no more tongues. The church promotes like tongues are for this hyper people. And some churches are says if you don't speak in tongues, you're almost like a lesser second class Christian. So we are caught between the two. So I wanted to bring some clarification. Maybe you come from that background. I don't know. I came from a background. If you don't speak in tongues, you are not really a born again spiritual Christian. That's why I came up from. And then I encountered super born again spiritual Christians who don't speak in tongues. <laughs> Hello. And then I asked myself, like the tongues that I speak is not even bringing me to the closer to the level of maturity of Christ in their lives who don't speak in tongues. So I grew up with this both dilemma but then as I started digging the word I realized there's a lot of different kinds of tongues and basically there are three some say there are four but I believe there are three but we're going to before we go into that I want to read a couple of statements when you speak in tongues it's either a praise or intercession that you do to daddy God. By the way, just simple question. How many of you speak in tongues? Just wherever you are, just put your hands up. Okay, wonderful. If you do speak in tongues, 
it's not a medal of honor it's not to show off to people you know to show that you are some holy creature that you can't now speak something no when you speak in tongues either two things happens you are either praising god or you are interceding what is intercession god tells you something to tell god back what he told you amen okay so this is what intercession means intercession basically god tells you something to tell god back what he told you this is standing in the gap that's intercession you're crying out to the lord okay this is what happens the father son and the holy spirit work together and they don't contradict one another but complement one another holy spirit is actually the spirit of jesus jesus reveals the heart of the father so the trinity works together they don't contradict one another they complement one another religion contradict one another religion talks about competition kingdom talks about complementation turn to someone and say i need you father heal the neck right now in jesus name look at someone i need you now say this look into their eyes deeply you need me patrick look at jawan say that amen Let, let's let's practice this one more time okay i need you you need me amen <laughs> this is the thing because father reveals the heart why he sent his son why he sent because the family was lost he wants to bring us back son actually demonstrated the love of the father holy spirit is actually the spirit of jesus carrying continuing the work of jesus amen So Holy Spirit is not doing his own little thing Holy Spirit continues the works of Jesus so write it down if you're taking notes the first point the Holy Spirit baptizes us in Jesus that's the first thing he baptizes us in Jesus what is baptism he brings us into the relationship he brings us to this point he's the one who convicts us in the 1992 October 2nd I gave my life to the Lord Augustine Jabakumar I don't know somebody might know him yes he was preaching in our convention he said valiva priyarathil un sishigarai nenai remember the creator in the days of your youth actually in the convention time i usually stay during only the music time and then me and my brother and we have a gang uh, we will go to cinema and then we will come back and because the evening convention starts at 6 at 9 the show starts at 7 and it finishes 10 so it's equally you can strategically i'm not teaching any techniques to you <laughs> but that's how we were but this sunday this evening i was sitting there and my grandma said this is a missionary he is from the south but he went to bihar you have to stay so i was like i was just standing there and but then he took the mic and he started talking i couldn't go to the movie i want to watch this movie chinnathambi that was a movie came long time ago anyway so i wanted to go there prabhu and kushbu's dance wants to watch but i was sitting there i could not move and he started talking and then he started speaking and then this was when it came i could not even move out of this place all i remember afterwards in the altar call i was there giving my life to jesus and it was 1992 I was doing my 11th standard some of you were not born that time you know I was doing my 11th standard I gave my life to Jesus amen and this is what happened holy spirit baptizes us in Jesus number 2 the disciples baptizes us in water what does that mean it's a show it's to show the world you belong to Jesus i'm wearing a wedding ring 
and some of you married couples wearing the wedding ring the ring does not save you but it just tells the world you are taken amen that's it so baptism does not save you baptism tells the world that you are saved amen some of you needs to be baptized it's you got to make the decision and say yes i'm going to tell the world i now belong to jesus the third one jesus baptizes us in the holy spirit see this is a st- relationship salvation baptism walking in the holy spirit fullness okay so i wrote down couple of other statements before we dig into this okay our sin sent jesus to the cross not our righteousness but our weakness brought the holy spirit down to us not our perfection so holy spirit is the one that helps us in our weakness that's why his name is called parakletos in greek which means helper advocate someone who comes alongside the english word doesn't do justice because we say help means can you give me a hand help but never mind i don't need i can do myself but the help actually means the parakleto in greek i'm not a greek scholar but the little bit i understood is like when without his abiding presence you can't do anything eternally significant that's what means parakletos that means i cannot function fully without his eternal presence in my life amen so there are three now we don't have time because of lack of time i'm going to cut down to my main point tongues there are three different kinds of manifestation when i say manifestations expressions three different manifestations of tongues and that's what we're going to read there are three basically some people say it's four but i understand why they say four because the second one has got two and three mixed but we will count it as three it's easier so acts chapter 2 we read this we don't have time to talk about what's going on in acts chapter 2 the devoted jews were gathered in jerusalem so if you context that into into today's lifestyle imagine the jews are gathered here in vellore predominantly what is the language in vellore tamil right but the predominantly the vellorians speak tamil but during the pentecost time people gathered from all over the world imagine this during the pentecost time people are coming from kerala from andhra and from west bengal from sri lanka from malaysia from germany all over from spain and suddenly this bunch of vellorians they were gathered and they started god started pouring his spirit and they started speaking in different languages they look at them and say hey this guy is a vellorian i saw him in in burma bazaar you know i saw him last time in the queue in the in the a block he was there but now how come he is speaking perfect german how come he is speaking bengali this is what happened here in this this is the first one it's called human languages okay it is not common right now it rarely happens in the body of christ why it rarely happens i have a simple explanation god wants to just show up is glory that's it you know my own grandfather was a cpm pastor he was planted in tanjavur faithom and then he was transferred to vellur faithom this vellur faithom was pioneered by my grandfather in and then 50 years ago this is a old story and then he was transferred to pune faithom they call it faithom they call it or call church they faithom so he was transferred to pune he arrived there that morning he has to preach the translator fell sick so he don't know any thumb any hindi 
so he stood up and there the cpm the only men can preach you know the sisters cannot preach so the one, he started preaching for 40 minutes and my grandmother told the story this 40 minutes he preached in perfect hindi and that was the first and the last time he spoke in hindi and it happens there is a lady in chennai she runs a small ministry she has done only third or fourth standard when she speaks in tongues she speaks in perfect french we go to a church in 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 spain and this guy is from argentina and he usually speaks few words in english you know it's like hello how are you god bless you this is the thing So in the worship time, I'm standing there, you know, in the in the stage in the front seat, um, along with him. We are in the stage worshiping, and I can hear a perfect like BBC commentary, pure English. Lord, we worship you. This is so amazing. You know, I, I'm mimicking actually. But I turned around. I'm like, Who this guy. I tap his shoulder. He speaks English. K K K. It's like K means what 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 in Spanish? You have no clue. So this is a very uncommon thing but it does still happen. Group of Waivamers gathered together. They were praying in a coffee shop in in China, mainland China. They were praying and they were talking and then they started speaking in tongues. Opposite to that there is a lady started crying. My friends they's like, "Excuse me, what happened?" And she started saying, "Like, you are just telling me what all I'm going through in your prayer." and it's like we don't know no you just spoke my native dialect hello and then she came to know the lord so this is a very uncommon thing maybe some of you might have experienced maybe not experienced but this is called human languages this is the first manifestation or expression of the holy spirit the second one which is in 1 corinthians 12 verses 8 to 10 but we don't have the time to read all of it it says to one given through the holy spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom to another the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding and the same of the holy spirit in the verse 9 also the same and verse 10 it says to another working of miracles to another prophetic insight the gifts of interpreting the divine will and purpose to another the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterances of true spirits look at the last verse and to another various kinds of unknown tongues another the ability to interpret such tongues so this is my second point first one human languages second one someone speaks someone interprets interpretation is different from translation you understand interpretation is different from translation um can you please come here okay my brother speaks telugu okay I'm going to say in English is going to translate in Telugu. My name is Charles. Na peru Charles. Oh, that's how you say it. Okay, that's good. Na peru Charles. Okay. And I have one wife. Na kokka bari undi. And I have two gorgeous kids. Na kiddaru sundaramaina paanti pillalu undaru. I love to travel. Na ku prayanam cheyadam. Share the love of Jesus. Yesu Christ from prema paradinchadam chestam. And eat barbecue. so thank you what he basically did he took the words and he translated literally in the common language okay imagine this is you know common telugu is the common language he translated this is called word by word translation thank you how do you say thank you in dhanyavada na peru charles i learned something today okay so this is the thing he 
translated but interpretation is not the same so sometimes in the churches or somewhere you gather together somebody will prophesy that they will they will speak a loud tongues or maybe most of the time when i am praying with someone i am praying inside the tongues i don't want to scare you out but i'm just you know praying but then suddenly a word will come out the tongues could be longer the tongues could be like so long but the interpretation could be shorter or sometimes the tongues could be shorter the interpretation could be longer Amen. Anybody witness that? Yes, it's very common. Even if here we 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 don't shout in the front of the microphone, but when we pray with people, we are constantly inside and tuned with the Holy Spirit. So when I speak in tongues, I speak like this: Rimala Shandara Makha. It's not translated. Ri means Stephen. Shanda means go. Shaka means get peanuts. You know, it's not like word by word. You get my point. Sometimes it's the long. word will come but then there is a short interpretation why happens first corinthians 14:2 says there are three reasons why it's given the prophets are given to encourage empower and to comfort amen so every time when i am prophesying every time when i speak in tongues these are the three motivations what to encourage empower and to comfort that's it So if these three things doesn't happen then you need to test that's why it says test prophecy above all tested so these are the three things to encourage are you been encouraged are you been edified are you been comfort comforted these three things doesn't happen you need to test that spirit amen so i remember being in mainland china crossing the border from hong kong my pastor said today we're going to smuggle bibles and he gave me two big suitcases we crossed the border and the pastor said if you get caught do not tell my name you may go to prison but jesus loves you <laughs> i was in the two big suitcases covered with couple of t-shirts mandarin bible crossed the border and they caught me took me to the interrogation room and my knees started fellowshipping together you know and it was so crazy they took me to this room opened this book all of them laid on the table almost 50 or 60 mandarin bibles i was carrying couple of t-shirts the guy look at me i'm looking at him he is asking why you carry this bible i look at it now i think it's the most dumbest statement i ever made but i was praying in the spirit inside rama shakalandura i was but i didn't do that outside but inside my spirit was praying suddenly i said Jesus loves you this bible is for you also take one copy still the knees are fellowshipping <laughs> and i tell you the guy packed all the books back into this zip zipped it out and he said get out get out and i thought he's taking me out of the country so back into hong kong he said he was showing the direction this way and i walked out into the terminal no wonder they call terminals and end of the terminal there is a black combi tinted glass van is there and the pastor said you get into this van we will go to the underground church opened the van it was like sardine in a can all of them squeezed together chinese and i knew only two chinese words and still i know those two chinese words ni hao si she ni hao means hello si she means thank you for two hours ni hao si she ni hao si she two hours arrived there underground church was on the 11th floor I was thinking underground means underground da it was on the 11th floor opened that door it was packed with people i'm not exaggerating guys packed god is my witness packed with people the first question pastor asked is the bible safe thank you i'm also okay <laughs> the bible you know 94 year old guy never saw bible in his life 
I was carrying one of those Bibles. He opened the Bible. We gave him this kind of a lens that you read. He doesn't have even glasses. He was reading Bible. Two months later, the pastor said, you now is with Jesus. Sometimes God gives you this. Someone speaks, someone interprets. Why? It's to encourage, educate, and to comfort. This is the reason. Paul makes it very clear. That's why you, you got to speak. You have to have this inner man inside of you. Amen? Okay. And that leads me to the third point. Very interesting. Third one. This one is 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. Okay? For one who speaks an unknown tongue, okay, speaks not to men but to God, for no one understands. If you are having a paper version, circle that word no one and write your name also there. Because you also included in that. No one understands or catches his meaning because the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to understanding. So this is the third point. The first one is called human languages. Very rare. Second one is for the body of Christ. Someone speaks, someone interprets, not translates. The third one, what I call it is not IPL, PPL. Personal prayer language. This is personal prayer language. This is where the confusion happened. People immediately ask, do you speak in tongues? When you don't speak in tongues, they immediately say, oh, you're not a Christian. You're not a born again Christian. You're just a namesake Christian. You know, that's why the churches are so divided. If you read John 17, 18, 19, it's actually the same night Jesus was talking all those things. And one night the conversation happened. We have three chapters. So one of the key words Jesus said, he prayed to the Father, Father, they will know, the world will know, these are my disciples when they walk in unity. But we are so divided. As we speak now, new denominations are born based on divisional, on contrast, on whatever. So that's why we need to strive not for what we believe but who we believe. So this is the thing, personal prayer language. This personal prayer language is, is for everyone, is available for everyone. That's why Paul says, I speak, if you read the 14th chapter, I speak more than you. I speak more tongues than you. But I would rather speak five intelligible words in the church than 10,000 words that people don't understand. What happened is, even in 1 Corinthians 14, Paul is writing, don't act like childish. Okay, I have two small kids. In the Christmas time, they always take pride in their gifts. They will show, look at this. Look at my toy. Look at my Barbie. You know, they take, and they, we have to be very careful as parents. Sometimes you buy them something better gift on one person and then another will notice, oh, mommy, you bought this one. So they, they take pride in their gifts and that's what the church has done. We try to show, I'm a tongue talker, brother. I'm a tongue talker. I can talk. I can prove. You know, this is not to prove to anyone. Imagine, this is your personal prayer language. Imagine you go to fill your tank in the tra- petrol station. The guy asks, how much? Rimala, shakala, randalama, miralika. And the guy will not put petrol for you. He will say, kalele or loose ondir This is what happened. That's what we do. Sometimes we try to prove to people that doesn't need to be proved. We, they need love of Jesus. That's what we do. We try to prove. That's why I love the statement Reynard Bonke made. Gifts of the Holy Spirit are not medals of honor. It's tools for the job. It's a personal prayer language. It's a cultivated. So you pray in your language. You pray. That's why sometimes when you don't know how to pray, Romans 8 says, the Spirit intercedes on your behalf. How to pray. Amen. And turn with me to 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14. Let's spend a few minutes there and then I will give, wrap it up with three principles. 1 Corinthians 
chapter 14 okay if you read the whole chapter there's a lot of challenging verses will be there but we will not going to go there uh, there's that's for another day now brothers if i come to you verse 6 and speak to you in tongues what good will i be to you unless i bring you some revelation knowledge or prophecy or word of instruction even in the case of lifeless things like make sounds such as flute or harp how anyone know what tune is being played unless there is a distinction in notes again if a trumpet does not sound clear call who will get ready for the battle so unless if i speak intelligible words with your tongue how will anyone know what you are saying and then you you jump down to verse 13 for this reason anyone who speaks in a tongue should pray that he also interpret so what happened in the church in corinthians the same thing happened here you know in the churches now we try to elevate the gifts not the giver of the gifts so we have the competition is like who speaks better tongues who speaks tongues i remember growing up in a church you know we have this red carpet in between women in one side men in one side and then we sit on the floor and there is a drum and then the drum beat rhythm goes faster 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 the the men also will jump one guy stotram 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 he jump to the women side and the woman kick boom like this and stotram 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 you come like this you know it's almost then stotram becomes atram atram becomes whatever you know it's so challenging and i realize that it's not just showing off here yeah, that's what here it says for this reason anyone who speaks in a tongue should pray that he should interpret for if i pray in a tongue my spirit prays what happens when you pray in tongues your spirit prays but when you when you pray in your mind your mind also prays that's what paul says but my mind is unfruitful what shall i do i pray in my spirit but i also pray with my mind sometimes we ignore the mind sometimes we say there is no spirit only the mind i think we can bring the balance god has given you ability to think reason you use the mind to pray but then there is a time when your mind you cannot find any logical interpretations so you have to go one step higher what is that that's where you need to pray god pour download your spirit you are interceding you are praying and often comes after prayer and praise and worship the tongue will flow why to encourage you and comfort you strengthen you amen and this look what what it says i thank god that i speak in tongues more than all of you but in the church i would rather speak five intelligible words than to instruct others 10000 words in a tongue this is the 20th verse brothers that includes sisters also stop thinking like children what does that mean don't show off your gifts it's not to show off it's to minister to the body of christ amen so this leads me to the final three simple but i believe it's profound fundamental truths about tongues the first one tongues are a gift from god amen don't say it's for the pentecostals don't say it's for the charismatic don't say it's for the weird nuts don't say it's for those people who are weirdos i am just a bible christian if you are a real bible christian you will include tongues inside of your heart amen okay so tongues are a gift from god what is a gift that means you can never buy it i remember going to when i was a teenage kid going to church they call it tearing meeting i don't know what they tore but it's called tearing meeting you sit there hours and hours waiting for the holy spirit to come 
you sit there and the rhythm will go faster and faster my brother and me went he got filled with the holy spirit he started speaking i told him like man you and me did more stuff together i know what you did last summer how come you got filled and the pastor came laid hands on me she said confess your sin i confessed and ran out of sins what to confess reinventing some sins confessing again reinventing nothing happened she said open your mouth twist your tongue i opened twist nothing you know and kamala hasan said no veru kaathe vaarthaye varla veru kaathu dhaan vandhadu that's how no words came only air came i got so frustrated hurt actually and i thought these guys are bunch of bozos speaking gibberish and i kept myself so hurt for almost 6 years and then the one the holy spirit one day asked me do you want that gift lord i tried he said that's your problem it's a gift stop trying stop trying stop trying and i still remember there is two simple prerequisites holy spirit said blood comes before water that means you are to be absolutely sure that blood of jesus has washed you that's the salvation number 2 you come by faith that's it you don't say kodum appa utru mootru mootru you don't say poor 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 you don't say those you just receive it by faith and i remember god started pouring it and first it was like you know one word two word and then it became a sentence hello that's how you learned your language right gideon how did you learn tamil huh what language you speak by the way tamil you didn't come out of the your mom's stomach and you say mama rendeetli or dosa kudunga she would have fainted that place itself no you started learning you started speaking little by little that's how it is speaking little by little and you learn this is a language and it comes with intimacy it comes with day in day out communicate hello amen that's the wife tongues are a gift from god number 2 tongues strengthen your inner man it strengthen your inner man why you speak in tongues it's not to show off it's to strengthen your inner man i need strength sometimes i don't know when i have things in front of you what i have right now some few of you know some of the challenges we face some of the challenges we have no logical interpretation that's it we have no logical interpretation what do i do i am in the spirit i am a spirit i have a soul i live in a body i am in the spirit i'm communicating with god i'm praying i'm speaking in tongues praising him suddenly he gives me a word i speak that out i'm strengthening my inner man lot of people only strengthen their inner man on sundays that's why they are so weak and sloppy during the week you have to strengthen your inner man every single day amen number number 3 is important this is the same principle tongues are not medals of honor but tools for job what does it mean i am not here to prove i am holier more mightier i am here to serve one another amen but i want to take the next few minutes to pray for you that you will walk with that understanding empowered you know i am praying only one prayer you know i used to pray so many things but recently the lord kind of changed my whole prayer life i says god i don't want to get ministered by you i want to be ministers to you just want to be your vessel that host your presence that's it i just want one thing i don't want title name position big ministry i don't want a big church nothing i just want to see this vellur visited by your presence that's it i'm here father that's why we are here and you know what as you are humble yourself and you're seeking the lord the lord is going to witness he's going to pour his spirit amen we may be few handful 
We may not be the biggest church. I'm not praying even for a biggest church. I'm just praying this handful of people. You know, Gideon brought 10,000 people. God said, no, it's too much. And then he took a handful. Amen. Handful of people who say, yes, Lord, here I am. Pour your spirit. This is my invitation for you. Would you want to be that person? Here I am, Lord. I may not know everything about the details of the city. I may not even be, you know, the citizen of the city. But here I am. You put me here. Through whatever circumstances, here I am. Pour your spirit. Amen. If this is the cry of your heart. Just wherever you are, just put your hand up towards heaven and you say, God, here I am. I need your divine touch. Maybe you have, some of you come from a background where you kind of kept tongues reserved. You said, well, I like it, but it's not me. It's not my cup of tea. Just today, you just gently say to your to God, Lord, I'm sorry for my prejudice towards this precious gift. I just need this prayer language. Maybe you don't have this prayer language. You just say to God, put your hand on your heart if you don't have this prayer language. God wants to give you right now. Say, God, I need this prayer language. He's not a cocktail mixer. He's not going to open your mouth, put words and mix it for you. He's going to give you a word. You got to take a step of faith and speak. Your mind will say you're going nuts. Just ignore that. It's a lie from the pits of hell. Just receive this. Father, I just pray right now. We as a community, we want again a fresh visitation. God of the apostles in the book of Acts can be a reality in 2019 on this June in the city of Vellur, Father. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you.